One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/spoken today. Support WrestleTalk. Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. This is Rich Swan, Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, both the Ravens. Nevermore. Wrestle Talk. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Corporate Chopper Pete now that I'm joined by Randy Andy Datsun. Hello, how's my sound? Is it better? It, yeah, no, it sounds great, mate. Sounds top top quality. Well, that's because I asked greatest video editor of all time, Rich. I won't say his yeah. surname because I know he would like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, to recommend one, and he did. So here we go. This is the a new new year, new me. Uh, this is how I actually sound. I don't sound like I'm inside a porta potty. Uh, do you have the same microphone as me now? Because Rich also recommended me this one. Uh, I, is, I assume uh, it would have been the same one. Audio Technica. Oh, it's not then. Never mind. Mine's a mine's, mine's a road road Ooh. something or other. Maybe, yeah. maybe he maybe he thought that mine was better. Um, I think he prefers me, so I'm pretty sure he'd recommend mine to be the better one. Pretty sure. He, he prefers both of us. We are, of course, the most viewed or most <laughs> listened to podcast of the week. Of uh, course. That's us. Outdooring SmackDown in the UK. Yeah, exactly. Every single yeah. week, not just that one time. No, every single time. That's us. Uh, we've got loads of emails to go through uh, in the outro. Thank you, everyone, for emailing in your stuff. We have stuff to talk about now in the outro. Isn't that great? Uh, mm. So we'll, go to, we'll get to those in the outro. But for now, let's talk about SmackDown, where it was Adam Pearce versus Paul Heyman. Kinda, not really. Was it a bit of a mistake? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about um, SmackDown. Let's talk about this uh, Paul Heyman, Adam Pearce, Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns thing. So the the show opened, and I'll say for, for starters as well, ever since Roman's come back, I've been a massive fan of his story. It's made perfect sense. They've put a lot into it. It's been personally my favorite story in wrestling currently. It's, it's amazing. I love it. Can't stop singing its praises about it. However, this show happened. So it started off with uh, in-ring promo segment, shocker, with uh, Roman and Paul Heyman. No Jey Uso on this show at all, which is a bit strange, I thought. Yeah, I the complete lack of mention of that as well makes me think yeah. that maybe um, maybe he's come into contact 
with someone. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just because they didn't mention it at all. Like, if he had been injured, they might have said that. If he, uh, if something else had happened, they might, or like he's not here for personal reasons, they might have said that. So I'm, I'm, I don't want to assume that, obviously, but like no, of the, the fact they didn't didn't mention it would 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 maybe suggest that. But uh, yeah. yeah, it did feel a bit weird, and I don't know whether the fact that he wasn't there was the reason that they maybe panicked a bit and and did something maybe sort of, and booked this instead. Yeah, May- yeah, maybe it was supposed to be Jay instead of Paul Heyman doing this whole thing, but we'll we'll see. Um, but uh, yeah, so th- they came out and cut a promo just Roman and Paul. I thought Roman cut a great promo. Um, just saying how it was really stupid that Adam Pearce got to just feign an injury and just pick someone else for the match. Um, he doesn't get to complain about his body hurting because he's not wrestled for years. Uh, but, you know, my ankles have been bad since college. Uh, my shoulders are hurting. My back's hurting from carrying this company for years. It was nice. it was a re- really well done promo from uh, from Roman. Um, and uh, and it was saying he doesn't miss time away from the company like it took his health being at risk during a pandemic he actually said that they've referenced the pandemic on wwe tv who'd have thunk it um but he's saying it took my health being at risk during a pandemic for me to take time away from this company but aside from that i don't take time off i'm here busting my ass 24 7 you know all that stuff uh adam pierce came out and tried to basically shut him up and just said hey guys this is too much like you gotta stop and uh roman i thought then Got even better with this promo. Just started running down Pierce and just getting fired up and, you know, uh, getting right in his face and just saying, well, you know, you're going to come out here and whine and moan and complain. It's no wonder he didn't make it to WWE. I was like, ooh, that's, pre- that's pretty spicy. That's that's, that's a good line. Um, Heyman then started laughing from Reigns' promo. Adam Pierce kind of turns to him. He's like, well, you think this is funny? He's like, I can take the intimidation from Roman, be it verbal or physical, but I'll be damned if I'm going to take it from Paul Heyman. Um and uh, and then Roman brilliantly was just like, Paul, he's disrespecting you. If he's disrespecting you, he's disrespecting me and my whole family. I think you need to put uh, you need to put him in check. Kind of handed him the microphone. And then Heyman cut a great promo. I thought it was brilliant of him just being like, well, you, you think you, you buy into this persona that I put across on TV that I'm some I'm some coward? You know, I, I've been hanging out with the Anawaii family since I was 15. They wouldn't let anyone hang out with them. Do you know what it takes? Do you know what the Anawaii family are like? Got really like fired him. He says, I'm from New York. I'll whoop your ass, bitch. <laughs> Which I thought was great. It, it really was that kind of, and I sort of try and sort of get parallels from real life. It's, it's when two like big boys at school are having a go at each other and then one of them goes do you know what steve you come on can't have a go and the little guy's like oh awesome all right this is my chance to shine i'm gonna do this yeah i mean Heyman's a fantastic promo he's always going to be a fantastic promo and the uh, yeah yeah no i i really did like it i really did like all of this um and they sort of they they managed to book a match between Heyman and and Pearson for the main event. You just say Pearson again? <sighs> yeah, I did. I and I did a video this week for a thing we're doing next week, and I had to shoot it twice because I said Adam Pearson again. Right. Yeah. Um, the only thing I didn't like about Adam Pearce accepting this match was that he actually thought that it was going to happen, and I just think that makes him look like an idiot because. Paul Heyman hasn't wrestled according to cage match since 2013. And that was just mm-hmm. him basically standing next to the ring. 
Um, Paul Heyman doesn't have matches. So the and the fact that that and then I know Adam Pearson's I know Adam Pierce is not a wrestler and therefore it doesn't really matter what he does. He is a wrestler. He is a wrestler, but he's not like a full time Mm -hmm. even he's he's a general manager, sort of. He's not, Not but he can he can come down and goes, guys, this is too much. Uh, that's allowed. Um, but the fact that he was so easily convinced that Paul Heyman was going to step in the ring and have a fight with him, I don't know, it just made him look like a bit of an idiot, which I know that is the point. And I know that everyone, that Roman is doing all of these things to make everyone else around him look like an idiot. I mean, he would have known it kayfabe-wise that if he says, Paul, you'd cut a promo, that Paul was going to get carried away. And then so afterwards, Roman was always going to have something to have a go at him about. And it feels like he's setting them up. He sets up Jey Uso for a fall. He's setting up uh, Heyman for a fall. It's kind of like setting them up so he can then put them back in their place so that they can understand that he is the tribal chief. Yeah. Anyway, I just rambled. Uh, the thing I liked about this, though, which actually we'll talk about the backstage segment first because that kind of leans more into it. So... Later on, after Heyman's throwing the matches made, Pierce versus Heyman, uh, Heyman's backstage with Roman. Again, Roman sitting in the chair, Heyman talking over his shoulder. Love that visual. It's great. Uh, and Heyman just saying, like, I, we did it. I, you, I, I, I realized what you wanted me to do. I, w- I was feeling it. I, I, could, I could tell what you wanted me to do, and I, I fed into it. We got him. A great plan kind of thing. And Roman's like, uh... I don't know what you're talking about. I handed you the microphone so you could run him down verbally. But if you want to make a match, you should stick to your word. Be a man. Do do what you got to do, Paul. Like, take care of your business. And then Heyman's like, oh, what have I done? Um, and is is quite upset. So what I, what I liked about this was that th- this seemed like it was leaning into Reigns is punishing Heyman for his blunder with the contract stuff last week mm. uh, because that was Heyman's fault. It, Heyman was very adamant about the contract and getting it all sorted and you know it was it was Rain saying I'll consider this handled when he handed it to Heyman and all this stuff. It is it is Heyman's fault that they got out, outsmarted. So I thought because Reigns isn't being so overt with this punishment of Heyman, putting him in a match against Adam Pierce is the way to punish him essentially. That was that was my my thinking going into it. But it doesn't quite turn out like that because once we get to the the main event segment, uh, Adam Pierce is already in the ring, doesn't get an entrance because basically no one on this show got an entrance. I guess they were a bit rushed. Um, and uh, Heyman comes out, still in his suit, but he's taping up his fist, looking like he's he's ready to fight. Then he does kind of the same thing that Adam Pierce did in that he gets the steps and then just kind of falls over and then tries to get up yeah. steps again and then falls over again. And then he kind of backs up to the barricade and then he just says, ha cards subject to change. And then Roman Reigns comes out and then beats up Adam Pearce. They brawl around in the arena for a little bit. Kevin Owens comes out. They said that Kevin was, um, he couldn't get in earlier because Roman had pulled some strings and made, made sure that Kevin couldn't get in the arena. But he came in and he beat up Reigns. I thought the beatdown was really cool. He hit two stunners and a pop-up powerbomb through the commentary table. Thought that was great. And that was the show. Uh, that that was the end of it. Like, it was all good, but I don't think the story actually made sense. For the first time since yeah. Roman had come back since SummerSlam, the story didn't make sense. So my thing with this storyline is that while I know wrestling's not real, I've been able to buy into it every single week and been like, 
oh, okay, oh, right, so that's happening. And I really bought into this whole storyline, even if some of it's been sort of obviously res very wrestling. But it, this was the first time that I went, oh, that's a bit goofy. And it, I kind of got pulled out away from the being really sort of buying into it, which is a shame. Um, and that's, this, by the way, this isn't terrible. This isn't rubbish TV. This absolutely isn't. But it's just because the the standards of this feud have been so high that it's the first time I went, huh, uh, that's not that's not great. Um, but another thing I really liked about this, so to counteract my negativity with some positivity, is that Roman isn't just making himself look completely invincible. Like obviously in his matches, he's looked great and he's and he's looked dominant. But the fact that he's kind of letting himself get take the beat down taking two stunners going through a table makes me think that I still I mean I don't think that that Owens is going to win but it makes Roman look beatable which is really important for any match like even if you're dominant you should still look like there is a way you can be beaten because that makes you human and that makes the match so much more intriguing absolutely yeah definitely agree with that um, and yeah, like, like you were saying, this isn't this doesn't mean it was bad. It's just not as good as the rain storyline has been, which has been really good uh, as of late. Um, but yeah, the, the thing that makes that made this storyline so good was that all of it made sense, which in WWE is such like a rarity. And this just kind of like I was like, oh, no, it is a WWE storyline. It, it, it had the air of like normal WWE around it, which is just like, I don't know, it, it, it felt a bit off to me. Um, because they, because of uh, um, last week when Adam Pierce was cutting his promo at the very end of the show, his microphone cut out. In the recaps they were playing, they dubbed over it with Adam Pierce saying a new line that wasn't in the original promo of him saying it was card subject to change, mm. and that is now their that's their catchall for this feud is card subject to change. What they've done is now made it not make sense because yeah. last week he was saying. If there is a, a reason enough to believe that someone wouldn't compete at a pay-per-view, an official can find a suitable replacement for the match. Him being the competitor and the official, he can do that. He can determine whether there's, you know, there's reason enough to find someone else and he can find someone else. That makes perfect sense. But now he's just saying card subject to change. And then for this one, even though the match between Reigns and Pierce never officially got underway... It was implied that Reigns was going to have a match. He just took Heyman's place. So now it's just like, well, I can just not do it if I don't want to. I can just replace it with anyone, really. Card yeah. subject to change. I can just change stuff. Anyone can do it. Which to me now just completely undermines Pierce's plan. They've just kind of changed it, which is yeah. card subject to change, storyline subject to change. It was a bit weird. Yeah, it's, it's that sort of... If you if there's a mistake in the audio, that gives you almost a free go. At, you can you could change that to anything, and the thing they chose was the thing that made kind of least storyline sense for this. Uh, yeah, a bit disappointing, but yeah, not really not the end of the world. Um, no. Given given how great everything else is, absolutely yeah um, yeah it was still very good i'm just yeah like you said i'm just a little disappointed because the storyline has been so good and i want it to be so good i think it's more just comes from an emotional place of being like i just want this to be perfect and it's not yeah. it's um, 
it's sort of what I, what I was saying last week is that I almost think they jump the shark with making the uh, Roman Owens match already like mm-hmm. last week because yeah. now it just means that they got to fill the next few weeks of just stuff. Um, yeah, I feel like if none of that, you could have had the beatdown angle with with Owens this week, and then it sets up. Pierce making Owens his replacement in the match next week because then it's a real kind of like oh okay just just before the pay-per-view this has changed and then it's then it's almost feels more menacing towards yeah Roman yeah I like that or, or, or even if Kevin Owens wasn't on this show if Pierce just got beaten down like and that was it and then yeah. the week after Pierce is like ha JK thought you were going to get an easy match now it's Owens uh, yeah, I agree. I agree with you on that. I think that would be that would have been uh, a little bit better. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. We now need to say thank you to some very special people, and those are our $25 and above pledge hammers on Patreon. Uh, yeah, if you, if you go to WrestleTalk's Patreon page, there's loads of cool stuff you can get, like WrestleTalk Extra. That's up now. Uh, we're going to be doing WrestleTalk After Dark next week. And Ooh. if you uh, pledge at the $25 tier or above, you get your own custom wrestling nickname, and it gets read out on a show much like this one. So thank you very much to Viernes El Decimo Tercero, Jason Gutierrez. Woo! Well pronounced. Thank you. Uh, Zandarmania, running wild. Why would you do that? It's Zandarmania. We love Zandarmania. Yes, I thank know. you very much, Zander. We cool love joke. you. Thank you very much. Angelic Angelo Mercado. Woo! Oh, he is. 
B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Hanna Bananas. You never heard Gwen Stefani before. No, I have, but I just was reading it. It was weird. Yeah. WrestleTalk's personal problem solver, Jamie Donovan. Woo! Always leave the crowd wanting Brian Moore. Oh, yes. Love it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Brian Moore. Arnie K, the K stands for the coolest dude ever. Woo! Oh, he is. Thank you very much. Dustin the Professor Layton. Woo! Yes, thank you very much. Rip and Liam Tear. Woo! Yes, oh, thank you very much. Wonderful. And finally, the enlightened savior of the masses, Damien. No, there's no R to roll there. That's a terrible one. Damien. You're welcome. Uh, Damien, etc. Yes, thank you very much to all our, our pledge hammers. Um, but before we talk about the rest of the show, we've got a sponsor for this episode. We're sponsored <gasps> by Beer 52, everybody. Amazing. Wish wow. I could show my crate. I, t- I don't have it yet. What's this? So, so I can't. That is mm. fantastic podcast content, right? I there. love beer. Beer yeah. is my favorite um, drink, and I like snacks. You I you get both of those with Beer 52. Um, if you go to beer52.com forward slash WrestleTalk, which is also at the top of the description, uh, you can get a free case of eight craft beers, UK viewers only, sorry. Um, and you, all you have to do is pay for the shipping, which is like a fiver. And you get eight craft beers, which are bloody lovely, by the way. And you can get them in time to set you up for the Royal Rumble next Sunday. It's amazing. Uh, it's genuinely a brilliant subscription service. I know like Luke has been using it for years. Um, and if I ever left this job, I'd still probably get a Beer 52 subscription because it's really good. Uh, it's it's genuinely fantastic. So beer52.com forward slash WrestleTalk. Link is in the description. Go click the thing. Go there. Also, even if you, even if you just want to check it out, go check out the link because that helps us out as well. If you want to help support the channel, it would be a great time. So thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Let's talk about SmackDown, the whole show. Um, So the show started, as we mentioned, with that Reigns promo. Afterwards, Sami Zayn came out uh, and and handcuffed himself to the barricade on the ramp with a series of of picket signs throughout the night in protest of this conspiracy that's going on. Um, I thought that was pretty funny. I think Sami's great with his little documentary crew. Some of the signs he had were quite funny. You know, he had like Sammy was robbed, changed my mind, was quite good. Um, you know, when Biggie was making an entrance, not my intercontinental champion. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was very effective, very good. Uh, fits perfectly with the character. Pretty fun. Yeah. It, yes, topical. Um, mm-hmm. It's it, it was yeah, it sort of brought into to, to, to the modern day. And yeah, I like the vibe of the kind of bad YouTuber trying to make document trying to make a documentary about how there's a conspiracy theory against him and he's sort of trying to trying to find it out mm-hmm. um yeah no he's 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 a real karen he is yeah he he would like to speak to your manager uh, as as um he really is does want to see everyone's manager um yeah i i like this um i i wasn't so sure about his interference well we'll talk in... about that later when we get to oh him. okay i'm sorry yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, no. When you said Biggie's entrance, I was like, "Oh, is that match next?" I didn't think it was, <laughs> but like, yeah. 
anyway, we will talk about it later. Um, yeah, so after that, and Sammy was there throughout the majority of the show, which I thought was great. Him just mm. constantly, they just pan back to him and he'd just be there with a different sign. Um, but the first match we had was uh, Charlotte Flair and Asuka coming over from Raw because WWE suddenly remember they're like, oh yeah, the women's tag team champions can go anywhere, right? Let's put them on SmackDown. Uh, the Omni Flair is real. Um, and they had a match against the Riot Squad, um, which I think was actually pretty fun. I thought the, the Riot Squad actually looked pretty good in this match in terms of actual like in-ring capability. They put over that they can wrestle because they've not been treated as such for ages. Uh, but they actually, you know, they had the upper hand on Charlotte of all people um, during this match, which was nice. Um, but it all comes back again, uh, once again, to Billy Kay. Because she was on the outside with the Riot Squad. She was trying to distract the referee. There was a couple of times where she distracted the ref at the start and the Riot Squad actually, like, took advantage of it. And I was like, oh, are they all are they all turning heel? Are they all going to align and they're turning heel out of this? That wasn't what happened. Uh, because later on in the match, uh, Ruby Riot looked like she was going to get the uh, pinfall over Asuka. And, uh, and then Billy Kay accidentally was distracting the referee so that he couldn't count the pin uh for the riot squad asker and charlotte then came back hit a code breaker and a natural selection and then they won so yeah. billy k essentially cost them the match yeah so billy k has been costing people matches for a long time this is nothing new my i mean to be honest my main focus of this was the fact that asker was was pinned i know it wasn't legal pin because no one counted it mm-hmm. but you've having Asuka pinned again that's your raw women's champion who i know they don't care about but it's her being pinned again and this just makes me think i mean they have they have no plans for her to have a single match at the royal rumble this i mean th- this makes me think that it's going to be right squad against uh Asuka and charlotte at the Royal Rumble, and i wouldn't be surprised at all if the right squad won because mm-hmm. they don't care about the belts they just it doesn't matter who they're on at the moment. So yep. they might as well put them on, on there because that opens up uh, Flair to be like, hey, Asuka, what the hell? You draw, you lost that match for us because I'm assuming it's going to be Asuka who gets pinned. Probably. Um, which opens them up to the kind of like, oh, well, they were, fr- they were best friends for a bit. But now, um, yeah, the match, the match itself was good. It's yeah. just, I don't, I hate, seeing Asuka getting pinned so needlessly. Um, yeah. Even though she don't... wasn't pinned, she was still pinned. Yes. Of. Like visibly pinned. She had yeah. her, her shoulders were down for long enough for it to, to be a pin. Yeah, um, totally. And it's, yeah, it's just a bit like you, you could have had that match, have the rise score be really competitive, but not pin Asuka or like mm. visibly pin Asuka. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, is what it is. Uh, but we got a bit of Charlotte and Asuka on SmackDown, which was cool. Yeah, it might just again that might just be because they needed filler because they haven't got enough people at the moment. Hundred percent. And also the most important part of that match, Tamina and Natalia are watching backstage. So you know what that means. Anyway, after that uh, we had <laughs> Daniel Bryan. Uh, Tamina's now uh, official for the Rumble, by the way. Oh, great. Oh, and so, uh, of course, I forgot to mention the bit afterwards. Backstage, Ruby Wright and Liv Morgan are in the Rumble as well uh, because Billy Kay managed to 
pull some strings and get them in. Um, and also, they abandoned Billy Kay immediately afterwards because uh, they said, "We you, you keep costing us matches. We were better when it was just the two of us. Please leave us alone. You're the worst." And walked off. Uh, I feel sorry for Billy Kay, and I don't know how they've managed that. Yeah, well, she just she she feels like the annoying kid at school who what who doesn't realize that they're really annoying, and all they think is that they're trying to make as much as to, trying to make friends. And yeah. Uh, I and not that I—that's a personal experience of mine, but I—I I, <laughs> I can sort of empathise with that. Like, uh-huh. I, she just wants to have friends, and yeah, um, exactly, yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, after that, Daniel Bryan came out to the ring and just put over the Royal Rumble match, just saying how you know there's one thing I've never done in my career, that's win the Rumble. Here's all the rules for the Rumble. Did you know that there's 29 other people <laughs> in it, and you have to go to the main event of WrestleMania? Rumble, Rumble, Rumble. It was a fine promo. Yeah. Cesaro came out and said, uh, I thought I beat some sense into you last week, but you're still out here saying you're going to win the Rumble. I I beat you last week, you idiot. Um, Brian then gets fired up, takes off his jacket and says, I mean, I could go for a rematch right now because he's not wearing ring gear, he's wearing his suit. Um, and Cesaro's just like, I, I really liked here actually. One, that Cesaro cut a pretty good promo. I thought he showed a lot of charisma here, which is not something that Cesaro is typically known for. Um, a lot of charisma here, which is great. And just the fact he was just like, no, I have nothing to prove to you. I beat you last week. Why would I have a rematch? You idiot. Uh, yeah. I thought it was great. But then it got a bit weird because he was like, I'm going to wish you an open challenge. And it, every every time someone says open challenge, I'm like, oh, who could it be? <laughs> is it going to be some some surprise return? <gasps> this is going to be exciting. It was Dolph Ziggler. But it was, was like, Dolph. As I who? said. What? Why? As I said, when I won Quizzlemania this week, is it Dolph? And Adam mm-hmm. said, "Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah." I that was confusing because you'd think that a, yeah. that, a, that a baby face would come out because Cesaro, it, he is a heel. Like there's, he there's, there's heel. no doubt that he is a heel. Um, he's being pushed like a badass, which I really like, mm-hmm. and I do think this is Daniel Bryan written all over it. I think Daniel Bryan is is making sure this happens. But Dolph is a weird choice. Like, yeah. I, they're obviously going to have a decent match because it's Dolph and it's Cesaro. But uh, yeah, not not who I'd have chosen. No, but I, as much as I didn't want it to be Dolph, it was it was a weird choice. But they did have a very good match. Cesaro won in a few minutes. They had a great setup into the neutralizer, which was a great looking spot. Cesaro gets another win and gets momentum heading into the Royal Rumble, which is a weird phrase to say that Cesaro has momentum going into the Royal Rumble. Um, Cesaro is not winning the Rumble. No. I'm going to throw that out there now. He's not going to win the Rumble. Unless... <laughs> this show made me excited to see Cesaro win the Rumble. He won't, unless yeah. he does. <laughs> so what's really refreshing is that I know that there's only like two or three people that could realistically win the Rumble. But... They are making me not believe other people are going to win the Rumble, but they're making me believe that they're going to have a good showing in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. to be honest, that's all you need from a lot of people. Like, I now think that Cesaro is good. They're going to put over Cesaro in the Rumble and go, oh, well, he's been having a streak of great results. And him being eliminated is going to be a big deal. Yeah. Big E is the champ, is the intercontinental champion. And he's going to have a great showing. He might even win it. 
Yeah. Um, Apollo has been put been put over. Daniel Bryan. There's so many people on SmackDown now that I'm like Shinsuke. Shinsuke won last uh, two weeks ago, and I just think there's a lot of people who, while they're, they're not going to win it, this could be a really really good in ring rumble. I know the atmosphere is going to be lacking. But in terms of injuring, this could be one of the best rumbles ever, especially as I don't... Oh, although I loved Brock last year, I would like a different kind of rumble this year. And if it's just lots yeah. of really good wrestling, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, there's also the possibility that Goldberg wins. So, you know, there's always that to fall back on. Um, yeah, I I like this. I, I love Cesaro winning this. It's great. After that, we had another weird match, which was Sasha Banks versus Reginald, which is uh, Carmella's sommelier. Mm. Somehow, they managed to book an entire match where no one really took a bump. Yes. I mean, Reggie took a couple and then eventually took a bank statement and tapped. But the whole thing was like, Sasha Banks goes for a move. Reggie will dodge, flip out the ring or something because he's done Cirque du Soleil stuff. And then... Reggie would go for a move and then Sasha would do an arm drag and like flip out of it and do an arm drag. And that that's that was the that was the whole match of yeah. them just doing flips and dodges and arm drags and then bank statement and Sasha wins. It, yeah. it, it was fine. Like, it, I, don't, I don't care more about Sasha versus Carmella after this, put it that way. Yeah, this is it's classic December to January storylines, which are damn it, we have not got enough. We have not got enough content to fill, uh, is it, well, it's usually like seven weeks between TLC and the Rumble. We've got four weeks of story and we need to fill seven weeks. Uh, I guess they can have a match where she just sort of emasculates him for a bit and makes him tap. Um, that'll be fine, I guess. But yeah, it does, again, it's the whole, like, I wasn't massively into this feud, but I was into it. And now I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Pruh, whatever. Like, like, <laughs> like yeah, it, it feels like a whatever feud. Yeah. Which it shouldn't I, I, really. I don't, I, I have no, I, I, no part of me thinks that Carmella's winning. And that's no. not how it should be. Oh, but she totally could though, couldn't she? She's no. got no momentum and it wouldn't make any sense, which is exactly as, why they do as it. The person bottom of Wrestle League, I can tell you, <laughs> Mella is not winning. Mm, totally. Um, yeah. So it was fine. Then we had that uh, Heyman and Reigns uh, backstage promo. Um, and then we got Biggie versus Apollo Crews, which I was quite excited for um, because of, you know, Apollo hanging out with Roman Reigns last week. And it's another IC title match in like two weeks for Apollo. I was like, oh, so what are they going to what are they going to change up for this one? What, how's Reigns going to factor into this? Mm. Um, and it's probably just going to be a really good match because the last one was really quick. And it was like, OK, here's your first bit. Then you had the restart and then they had another really fun, quick bit. Cool. Probably going to have a bit more time here. Apollo didn't get an entrance. Big E was halfway out by the time he didn't even get to do his oh, people at home thing because he was already making his entrance. They felt very rushed on this show. Um, They immediately started with their big spots. It was like, oh, overhead belly to belly, first thing. Big splash on the apron. Let me do my uh, gorilla press, moonsault, all sorts of big stuff. Urinagi. Uh, and then I was like, okay, so this is going to be a very quick match. Sure. How is Reigns going to factor into this? Turns out, not at all. 
because yeah. Sami Zayn uncuffs himself um, and then makes his way into the ring and Haluva kicks both Apollo and Big E. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah, it felt like they had a 10-minute match planned and then they were taken to the side just before we went, can you fit all those spots in three? Yeah. Um, and they're like, okay, but we're going to do all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not that disappointed that Roman wasn't involved. Uh, I don't think you need Roman in every segment. I think he can just be this kind of behind-the-scenes uh, kind of someone with influence. I think that's a fine character for him to have in in another feud. He doesn't need to be directly involved in this feud. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm completely up for seeing Sami Zayn against Apollo and and Biggie at the Rumble. That that would be great. And yeah, like like you say in your reviewer, I went out earlier today. Um, it kind of it it means that Biggie can lose the belt without being pinned, which I actually think probably will happen. Uh, because if he's winning the Rumble, then it would make sense for him not to lose and then win the Rumble. It would make sense for him to be pissed that he had lost his belt without actually being pinned. Especially if there were shenanigans involved. If Apollo does do like a proper heel turn and, you know, or or even just as heel shenanigans to win if like you know biggie hits the big ending but then apollo chucks him out the ring and steals his pin kind of thing that kind of thing could totally work um and yeah it does seem to be building up some sort of triple threat sammy does not seem finished with the intercontinental title so that's probably where they're going uh yeah i i I didn't expect like reigns to just come out and you know interfere and make apollo win or anything it just felt a bit weird that they'd set something up and then didn't pay it off with anything at all not even like you know apollo try to do a spear or something, you know, something that's like, oh, it's like that thing he was talking about with Reigns or, you know, there's no sort of like reference to it at all. Um, so unless like Apollo comes back like next week, the week after whenever, and just being like, hey man, I spoke to you about advice before, but I'm, nothing's changed. What, what else do I need to do kind of thing? If they continue yeah. it, great, that's all good. I just hope that they do actually continue it and don't just be like, well, that was a one week thing. Apollo was just there and that's it. Um, Hey-ho, is what it is. Um, then we had, uh, we, we were told on commentary that Roman Reigns has left the Thunderdome. I was like, sure. yeah. Every single time we're told that, that's definitely what happens, Michael Cole. Just like how Kevin Owens could not get into the building. Yes, exactly, yes. Uh, it's so much better. You just don't say anything at all. Yeah, makes it's so much worse when you just say they've left and you go so they haven't left so we'll be seeing them later then cool thank you for that uh but then we got uh, a promo from kevin owens that he cut from his car because he couldn't get into the building remember because roman reigns had barred access mm. um which i thought this promo was really good um a really good babyface promo from kevin owens obviously we know ko is a fantastic promo but this felt so genuine and so like heartfelt and he was saying how he always fights and he never backs down. And we know that about him. But then he explained like more about why he does that. It's not just because that's his character. It's because he's motivated by his grandfathers. And he has their initials tattooed on his hand on on his four knuckles. Don't. I know you're going to make a joke. I can see you grinning already. I'm not. Um, I was grinning about you. Uh-huh. Um, but yes, he's got their initials tattooed on his on his hands. And he was saying, you know, I, I'm fighting for them because they would have loved to have seen me in WWE, but they passed away before I made it here, a couple of years before I made it to WWE. So while they couldn't see me in person, they're always with me and fighting with me. And that's why I don't stop fighting ever. And I'm like, I can buy that. Like, that's 
that's really genuine, heartfelt, amazing babyface heat. I love it. It was great. Do you also love things like The X Factor and Britain's Got Talent, where they go, I love singing. Oh, by the way, about 43 years ago, my, like, by the way, my grand, my grandpa died. Oh, this is for him. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not saying that. No, this is an awesome promo, but it did have that kind of twinge of the America's Got Talent going, oh, well, you know, here's my sob story. Uh, but like you say, it was a great promo. Kevin Owens is top, when he's on form, top three promos in the entire company. Yeah. Um alongside Natalia and Tamina. And he it's just sort of exudes this passion. And you're like, yeah, I really want you to win, Kevin. I don't think you are, but I really want you to win. And I feel I just, yeah, this whole, I feel like we're getting back to the whole fight, Owen's fight, when he was at his best. And I just, we, I want to see this man have a wrestling match. I want to see this man have a fight because especially now that his character is this kind of, I will never give up, which before that's cool. But like you say, he now has explained why and giving a justification, like just adding justification to a storyline always gives it another 15, 20%. And that's all we needed. And this promo, that's all I honestly would have needed from Owens this week. Or while the beatdown was cool, I would have been perfectly happy with this. And then you can do a beat down next week. Yeah, exactly. I, I literally wrote it in my notes. I was like, okay, Owens cuts a promo here. I think next week we're going to need something physical between Owens and Reigns. And that will send us home nicely. But then they did that this week anyway. Um, but uh, yeah, love this promo. Um, I didn't get the sub story vibe from it at all. I just thought it was a really cool promo, but that's just yeah. me. Um, but then after that, we had the Street Profits backstage. They found Sonya Deville, who I guess is the kind of sort of new general manager. Kind of, sort of. She don't wears know. a suit. She does wear a suit and she's helping out uh, Adam Pearce. Um, and uh, they came up to her with this like gift basket and was like, it's been two weeks since we lost the SmackDown Tag Team titles. We want a rematch. I'm like, rematches don't... They got rid of those, remember? Um, so what they tried to do here was they tried to bribe Sonya Deville with to get a rematch that's what they did they they handed her a gift basket so they could get a rematch baby faces yeah they're bribing an authority figure who's not an authority (laughs) figure to get him a rematch yeah because they haven't turned heel they definitely haven't turned heel no this this does not make any sense for their character baby baby faces want to fight they want to show they want to prove themselves by fighting. Yeah. So what they should be doing is going up to Sonia, I guess, and saying, Look, we lost our belts. We're really bummed about it. Can we have a match to prove that we're still worthy of having this? Can we yeah. have a match against someone else? Not do you like fruit? <laughs> do you like baskets. <laughs> what's what's she gonna do? Yeah, oh, thanks a lot. Oh, by the way, yeah, this is really what I wanted. Can, you can have a match for the for the titles next week. I just, yeah, yeah. This is this is this felt again. This feels really confused, and it feels like they are going to have a match at the Royal Rumble, probably on the pre-show. Um, and yeah, it's that it's that having four weeks of content for seven weeks of 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 TV. Um, yeah, 
how to keep them relevant. Oh, I don't know. Have them give a gift basket to <laughs> Sonia Deville, which totally yeah. makes sense. It was strange. Uh, and on top of that as well, uh, Sonia's response was, no, I'll take the gift basket anyway, but no, you can't have a rematch. Um, mm. You chill. Your knee was pretty messed up, wasn't it, um, Ford? So you you chill out. You let that rest. You do your promos. You hype up SmackDown, you know, like you do. We're going to try out some new teams in the meantime. I was like, who could you possibly try out instead? Uh, and then, you know, down the line, you can get your rematch in the future. It's no big. Hey, they pushed the Alpha Academy hard on this show. They they were in so one of the hard. main event segments. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're not wrong. So, but just before they gave the belt to you, so they, she was seen talking to Dolph Ziggler, and of course, they mm-hmm. had that kind of partnership earlier yeah. this, uh, uh, last year. Yeah. So that that bit makes sense that she, Dolph, maybe saying, "Oh, by the way, I don't want to match with the Street Profits." Mm-hmm. And then she's going, "Oh, no, 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 no." But the gift basket's just so weird. Yeah, them trying to just bribe her made no sense. If they just if they just removed the gift basket entirely, and instead of them asking for a rematch, they were asking for a chance to approve themselves. Great segment. Perfect. That's fine. Makes total sense for their characters. But the fact they literally tried to bribe her just kind of undermines everything they were trying to do. Yeah. Whatever. Um, then after this, we got the ultimate athlete obstacle course. Um which was Bianca Belair and Bailey doing their thing. Um, this segment was really, really dumb, and I yeah. actually quite enjoyed it though, because um, <laughs> Bailey came, uh, they came out originally. They set up the the obstacle course, which was you had to flip a tire, you had to go over some hurdles. There were some like climby wall things. Uh, then you had to fireman carry a person uh, around the ring, and then there was a basketball that you had to put into a hoop. Easy enough, right? Sounds yes. basic enough. Uh, Bailey went first. I thought she did a pretty good job of putting over like the difficulty of the tasks, even though she was obviously hamming it up. Um, during the the wall climbing bits, she just ran around the walls. Probably should have meant she was disqualified, but that's fine. Um, it was dumb. It was Bailey's idea. It makes sense. Uh, she then uh, she'd enlisted the help of the Alpha Academy. So Chad Gable was there, who was going to be a fireman carried across. Um, I. One of my favorite bits of this show was just uh, Bailey cutting the promo before she started to be like, I've enlisted the help of the Alpha Academy. So Chad Gable down there, we're going to have to fireman carry him. And it cu- it cuts to a shot of him and you can just hear him off match being like, glad to help, glad to help, glad to be here. It's just yeah. really like enthusiastic heel idiot. I love him. Um, and uh, yeah, so Bailey goes first sets uh, time. Bianca goes second, but Bailey says, let's EST up this course just for you. So she puts in bigger hurdles. And then when she gets around to fireman carrying uh, Chad Gable, instead she has to fireman carry Otis, which was pretty funny, honestly, and genuinely quite impressive um, of her just fireman carrying him no problem and just walking straight across the bit. It was cool. Uh, She then dunked the basketball, won the time, and then Bailey beat her up. Yeah. Yeah. So... Most of it was fun. Most of it was goofy. Mm-hmm. Most of it was fun to watch. But I don't like that she immediately gets beaten up. Like, yeah. you are great in an obstacle course, but as a wrestler, I just completely dominated you. Uh, yeah. The moment, I mean, I know it was a sort of surprise attack and whatever. But if they are planning on pushing Bianca Belair and maybe having her win the Rumble, which is a rumor at the moment, this isn't the way to do it. No, uh, I don't think so. I no, feel like no. we should beat Bailey in a match, maybe next week. 
They can yeah. say the culmination of their feud happens next week, setting them up for the Rumble, I think, would be the yeah. way to do yeah. it. Yeah, it feels like this could either be pre-show match mm. or, or a next week match. As a, yeah, I think next week makes more sense, and I think that probably is what's going to happen. But um, yeah. yeah, and then if, if Bianca wins next week, it's kind of like, okay, cool, but you've done not a lot for the last few weeks, and I'm not... This, this doesn't make me believe... In Bianca Belair as a as a potential well, Rumble winner, I would hope. But if they do do a match next week, I said do do. Uh, if they do a match next week, I would hope that Bianca's kind of like pissed off. She's just mm. like, I beat you in the obstacle course, and you're just a sore loser. Why do you keep beating me up? You know I'm better than you. I'm just going to kill you now. And she wins in like two minutes or something. She just goes ham, just goes absolutely insane and just murders her. That would be a really cool way to get her over and give her momentum to the Rumble. But that's just me. Um, after that, we got King Corbin and Dominic Mysterio in a match. This bit was a bit weird as well because Dominic yeah. Mysterio backstage was talking to Ray and just being like, hey, I'm going to do things my way this week. And Ray's just like, okay, we can do things your way. But, you know, if it, things go south, we're going to go back to doing things my way. That's just that's just how we do things. He's like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. But don't worry. I've got this, okay? I was like, so what's he got planned? This is weird. Like what? What's Dom got in got in the bag kind of thing? What he's got in the bag was losing, because he he fought completely fairly. You know, much like his father would do. Um, mm. Just fought as he would. Went for a six one nine. Got countered. Uh, hit the end of days. And uh, yeah, he lost. Which again, fine. I, I I get where they're going with this. Dominic isn't quite ready yet. Get that stuff. What are they talking about with the tactics and? Do things your way. Do things my way. They're the same way. You're just fighting normally. Yeah. They have very similar in-ring styles. Yeah. <laughs> They've got the same finisher. Yeah. And the same result happened. Yeah. Um. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's the whole don't have enough storyline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I, I think where they're going with it is that Dom's going to get annoyed at Ray because... Ray's trying to like control Dominic's career or whatever it may be. Fine, sure. You want to do like a, a split up angle or whatever you want to do. Cool. On board with that. This is, seems like a weird way to set it up because, like I said, their way of wrestling is the same. So them saying, let's do things your way, let's do things my way doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I think Dom's going to eliminate Ray at the Royal mm-hmm. Rumble. And That's I think Dom, I think Dom's going to have a really good showing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's going to be like, Look, I just, you told me to do it this the, my way, and I'm doing it my way. Yeah, and then it it was every man for themselves. It's literally on the it's literally on the rules. Yep. Um. So I'm, my way, I'm better than you now, Dad. Yeah. Dad, you're you're old, and I'm young. Let me do things my way. Company's it, changed. I don't know. Whatever. It's May way or the Ray way. That's awful. Uh. And then after that, we had the main event segment of Pierce. And Heyman. Um, mm. Over, I thought I thought this was a solid show. It's not as good as what SmackDown's been recently, but it wasn't a bad show by any means. It was still good. So I would rate it three out of four. Good. Uh, yeah. So I did rate it three out of four initially in my notes, <gasps> but then we but then we spoke about it, <laughs> and now I'm like, huh. There were lots of bits that just didn't quite fit mm-hmm. right, sit right with me. So. If we still had the five, if we still had the out of five, I'd give it a two and two point five out of five. Yeah. But because we've only got four now, I'm going to have to go with a two. But I really, in my heart, it's a middle. 
between two I mean, and three. That's still low, though. Two and a half out of five. Yeah. Nah. Three is the middle, mate. So, I hear, through the grapevine, Mr. Datsun, mm. that you, you need to brag a little bit first before we get into these emails. Yes, the grapevine being our morning meeting yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. I, as some people know who've been listening to this, I am on a weight gain journey, Pete. You are. I have traversed the, the forests of um, Brazil. I have... Uh, Travelled to the southernmost tip of Africa. I'm actually thinking you, of things I have actually done in my life. Um, see, yeah, see, I was now, thinking. I was thinking you were going more along the lines of the stuff from the Ungame. You know, I've traversed the mighty mountain. Oh, yes, I've no. made it through the Warri Wharf. I, I've done those two. Anyway, uh, I started trying to gain weight three weeks ago, um, and in three weeks, Pete, I have gained just shy of five kilograms to my gut, which Very I impressive. didn't realize would be possible. When I started this, I was thinking, ha, huh, it'll be maybe 500 grams a week or like, or like a pound or half a pound a week. And then the first week went by and I was like, oh, two and a half pounds. Oh, that's just because it's the first week. My body's like, whoa, okay. And then the second week went by and it was the same. And then the third week went by and it was the same. So judging by this, in 10 weeks time, I'm going to be enormously fat. You are going uh, to be the most swole man in the world. Exactly. Like, like I said on Quizlemania, my, or what did I say? I don't know. My body will finally catch up with the size of my head. Uh, yes. And it will be a momentous occasion when, when I no longer look like a lollipop. It'll be a great time had by all, especially mm. everyone that has to look at you. Um, yeah. Right, let's get into some uh, emails. If you guys want to send in your emails, by the way, the place to do that is support at wrestletalk.com, um, where, yeah, you can send in your emails about basically anything, and we could potentially read out on the podcast. But specifically, we've got some things that we've asked for before, where we have your Im- uh, things that you would do when you were a bit, possibly when you're a bit younger, embarrassing things you do to try and impress someone you liked. Um, so we- we've got a couple here. We've got one here from Ben. Uh, This says, hey, Randy and Chopper, hope you boys are well. So here's an embarrassing crush story for you. So uh, when I was just 16 and at college, I'm now 37, I worked part time in a supermarket on the frozen section. One of my colleagues, Tammy, was the most delightful, amazing girl I've ever met. She was gorgeous, loved my uh, my awful Datsun style humor, and we were best work buddies. The problem was she wasn't into guys and had a girlfriend. Me being young and naive... Me being young and naive, is that a valid excuse? I thought I could change that all oh, that bad <laughs> and convince myself I could win her heart. Oh, this isn't going a good way. This isn't good. Um, I, um, 16, that many years ago? Uh, sure. Um, really after we... bit, this would have been in 2000. Uh, yeah. Wait, 37 mm. to 16. Yeah. 2000 was 21 yeah. years ago, Pete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two... Jesus. Um maybe let that pass um after weeks of going out to the pub after work it was obvious she was just never going to be interested uh, me not being one to give up easily i conducted a plan <laughs> one day i deliberately started my shift early oh i went into the stockroom freezer <laughs> sorry i just read the next bit 
<clears throat> I went into the stockroom freezer. I laid on the floor and placed lots of frozen veg and fish finger boxes all over me as if they had fell on top of me and knocked me over. After 20 minutes of freezing my moves <laughs> off, in she came. Uh, you could see the look of concern on her face as she helped pull me up. To my excitement, I thought I was in with a chance. But no, she immediately got a box of frozen chips and off she went to fill up the chip section. Epic fail. Uh, to be fair, we've remained friends and I've since conf uh, since confessed to the ploy when we had a good giggle over it. Cheers, lads. Keep up the great work. Stay safe, everyone. Ben in Sheffield. Um, what, what, did you, what did you think was going to happen? Oh, that's... We're going to go, ah, oh, frozen fish fingers. Well, wow. would, you, would you like a fishy finger? Would you like... <laughs> Is that what, like, what on earth did you, was your plan there? I'm like, right, so I'm going to pretend that I've had an accident at work and then she's going to help me get compensation. I don't, like, what? Yeah. What, it's, what just, it's, it's the same it, thing as I had when I was like, you know. It was work, like, step one, one do this. Step two, I have no idea, but I hope it works. Yeah. Step three, profit. That's how it works. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, no, uh, I, I, I completely can sympathize with that because I've done not the same thing, obviously, but even the one I told last week when I, you know, I, I pretended to trip over my crush's chair so that she would show concern to me with something. Uh, yeah, no, I, I feel you on that one, Ben. Thank you very much for the email. I, that was great. Uh, we've got one more. Can I have a quick comment? Yeah, go I, I, I'm glad that you're still friends. Because yes, me when too. you described her as like whatever it was, the most gorgeous, perfect person, I was like, huh. Either they're now married mm -hmm. or uh, like, because I hope, I mean, I don't know, Ben, I don't know if he has a girlfriend or a wife now, but I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't start my comment about another woman as the most, whatever it was. Um, but it, it's good that you've managed to remain friends through the, through that. Yeah. Um, that's fantastic. I, I used yeah. to work, I used to work at a supermarket and I, that never, that never sprung to mind. <laughs> the, the old the old pretend i've been buried under frozen food ploy yeah the that's classic. why it's an embarrassing story datsun it's great ah. um right we've got another one here uh apologies i don't know how to pronounce your name but it's spelled y-a-m-n yam 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 yummy i'm gonna go with yam hey yam it says um What's up, Andy and Chopper? I've been listening to you guys for years. This is only my second time ever emailing you guys. My first attempt never made it on air. Well, I'm sorry about that. Um, Andy, Andy's story about his embarrassing crush story inspired me to share my short but true story. I was in seventh grade, and I met this girl named Samantha at a school dance. We danced, laughed, and just had an overall amazing night. I went home that night completely in love and wrote her... Oh, no. I went home in that night completely in love and wrote her a rap song expressing oh. <laughs> expressing my love and gave sure. it to her that following Monday. She read it and she didn't speak to me again until the 11th grade. Jam that jam. <laughs> Chopper, was that, was that you? It, it are, you are, are you are you yam? That's why you're that's why you're pretending yeah, you can't pronounce it. Like, oh yam that yam. Yam. Yeah. Um wow. Yeah, that's something. I mean, so, so uh, was it seventh grade? That's seventh like grade. thirteen. Is it? I don't. Yeah, I, 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 can't, I, I can never remember the conversion rate for American grades. I mean, when I was thirteen, I, I fell in love with every girl who spoke to me. I mean, yeah, that's fair. That's like like all thirteen year old boys do. If a pretty mm -hmm. girl goes ha 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 on your jokes, like oh my god, I'm so in there. Literally, she, she is my wife now. Yeah, yeah she wants me. I I yeah. know that because she laughed at my joke. Um. And school discos, I remember mm -hmm. completely embarrassing myself. So there was a girl, and I won't say her name, 
but I, I fancied her for a long time. Like there were other girls I could have been, would have been like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll go, I'll, you can be my girlfriend. But this girl, I really fancied. <laughs> and and it was oh, probably, young minds. I was probably eleven. Okay. And we were at the school disco. It might have been the Leavers disco for that for my school. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what? Do you know what girls love? Bad break dancing. Oh no! And I had never ever done break dancing in my life. Mm-hmm. So what I did was quite close to the whoop, 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 the thing that that Homer does when he's yeah. lying on the ground, like walk, yeah. running around in a circle. But mm-hmm. what I did was I put one arm down and just kind of ran round it mm-hmm. like that. Needless to say, uh, she was. I mean. You you can imagine Chopper. Uh, <laughs> there, there's nothing there, there's nothing there's nothing better than than an eleven year old me doing some break dancing. Uh, we are still friends. Oh, that's we good. Are still friends. Uh, I see her a couple times a year. Um, Have you told her what? Have you told her this story? Uh, she probably wouldn't remember it. I mean, she knows that I was that I was smitten. Like she, right. it, it was it was well known by the entire school. I, I didn't gotcha. hide it. I was yeah. that kind of thing where it was like, mm-hmm. all right, so he likes her, he likes her, he likes her, and there was a sort of the the well known. Okay, well, it's pretty obvious. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. No, I was I was I was in the friend zone for for all of uh, high school, and then she moved to. Uh, to the other side of the world, probably to avoid me. Yeah, um, I'd say so. That, that seems logical. Uh, uh, yeah, no, it was. Uh, I, I just still can't believe it didn't work. Frankly, um, I know. I mean, I, I, I would have just, you know, been so taken with that. Yeah, I mean, that's why you started parkour, isn't it? Because girls, <laughs> yeah, girls, girls love that. Yeah, that's exactly why I started it. Um, well, we've got a couple of other emails here, um, not just about embarrassing crush stories, but do send in yours at support at WrestleTalk.com. Uh, we've got a couple other ones here. We've got a Datsun World Problem also from Ben, who emailed in the first embarrassing crush story. Um, says, uh, hey, Andy and Chopper, don't know if you're still wanting any Datsun World Problems. We always are. But I have a, a really serious situation I need help with if possible. <laughs> Firstly, that I need to point not out... Serious at all. Yeah, okay, this is a good start. Firstly, I need to point out, I'm weird, I hate cheese. I can't stand the taste, the texture, and above all else, it gives me massive gut rot. The reason for reaching out to you uh, is that I really like pizzas without cheese. That's right, without cheese. The problem is, I'm too ashamed to order them from takeaways without cheese for the fear of getting laughed at. I tend to just make my own, which is time-consuming. So any suggestions on what I can do or say to them with no cheese from the takeaway without getting totally laughed at and my pizza spat on in disgust? Cheers, lads. Love the shows. <laughs> like, I, I'm, not, I'm not the biggest fan. Like, I, I like some cheese. There are cheeses that I like. Mm-hmm. I like. I like mozzarella, so I don't mind. I, I enjoy pizza. I like. Yeah. Some milder cheeses, don't yeah. mind cheddar, uh, and and I like parmesan and things like that. But yeah, I mean, you, I, I, if I was working at let's say Domino's or Pizza Hut, I, I would think that it was a practical joke if some, unless you said, oh, by the way, I'm lactose intolerant, I really don't want cheese, then then I, yeah, Ben, that's. That Pete, it's not a pizza if it doesn't got cheese on it. That's just not true. No, no it is true. straight up. That's not true. Why not? 
Because gonna... you can have pizza without cheese or vegan cheese. That works. No, that's still cheese though. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna look up the definition of pizza. Okay. Define um, pizza. Have, have fun. Italian with that. dish. I would say because there's, I, there's I, cheese I, in the definition. I'm I'm going to try and ease Ben's worries instead of just compounding them. Um, I'll say that if I worked at somewhere like Domino's and someone called up and said, can I have my pizza without cheese? I'd be like, yeah, sure, because I'm a nice person, Andy, and I don't judge people for their choices. God. Is this, is this Ben spelled B-N-N-N-H or something? It's it's not. It's spelled B. Um, I I do, but I do, however, uh, understand the gut rot thing. Mm-hmm. Not with cheese, but yeah. I've noticed that I appear to have some kind of intolerance to sweet corn. Which is a real shame because okay. I like sweet corn, but every time I have it, my bumhole is like a. Let's not. Let's just not. <laughs> Let's not. Let's just do another email, hey? How about that one? Basically, no. Nope. I don't want to hear it. 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 We've got another email from Ethan. Hi, Ethan. Can you stop, Andy? We've got another email here from uh, from Ethan. More emails. Support arrestalk.com. Uh, we've got New Year's resolutions fails. Uh, if you if you if you made one and you're sticking to it, or you've made one and gone nah, uh, email them in. We we want to hear about them. Uh, this one from Ethan says, "Hey Pete and Andy, my resolution was slash is to stop drinking energy drinks as I work nights and was having four monster cans a night. Jesus, that's a Christ. lot." Uh, I worked New Year's Eve into New Year's. I lasted a full 10 minutes before hitting up uh, a server for a drink. I shall keep trying, though. Jam that jam, regards Ethan. A whole 10 minutes. That's impressive, Ethan. Well done, mate. Proud of you, bud. A whole 10 minutes. A whole 10 minutes into the new year before getting an energy drink. It's it's a good try. It's a good try. Maybe next time. Uh, that's pathetic. <laughs> Andy! Sorry. Support him. So I'm, I'm not going to support someone who's admitted they've failed. Hey, hey, it's okay to fail. Failure is a part of success, okay? Ah, oh, Pete, do you like my new mug, by the way? No, I don't. You're, you're a failure. No one can like failures. That's why I hate your mug. Stupid <laughs> mug. It's full of chocolate milk. Go to Wellington Murphy. wellingtonmurphy.com for great ceramics. We're not sponsored by them. We actually have a sponsor for this episode. You can't just shout no, out no. other things. In the... Hey, you shout out your uh, Warcaster. You did. Yeah. You even shout out Warcaster in the news this week. I, I noticed. I it, you it scumbag. Hey, it was part of a joke, and it totally worked. But it was also part of a joke. Okay. That's uh, Wellington Murphy ceramics. <laughs> anyway, that's about all the time we've got. We've probably overran for this uh, podcast outro. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Send in your emails to support at rustalk.com. We'll read them next time. Thank you for listening. We've got the Rumble next week. That's exciting. Uh, so we'll be back for that. We're doing live reactions for that. We've got predictions coming up on Wednesday on our YouTube channel. We've got all sorts of stuff coming up very, very soon. Uh, so yeah, stay tuned for more. Thank you very much for listening. Take care of each other. Stay safe out there. We love you very much. Goodbye.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's Nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's K-N-I-X.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.